abandoned old stations of the Pony Express, overgrown trails through the wild west, Mustangs are grazing along suburban streams. You'll find them all in the better Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. This is Janet Geary, publisher of Nevada Magazine, and this is Nevada Magazine, the talk show. And I've got some real special guests with me today. I have Scott Carey, the Events and Communications Relations Manager for the NB150, and also Peggy Viney, who is the Education Curator for the Churchill Museum. Thank you so much for joining me today, everyone. Appreciate it. And we're going to talk a little about the Churchill Museum first off here. Uh, and Peggy is joining us. Peggy, first before we get going, uh, Eddie always asks people to give a little quick bio on exactly how they got to their, uh, where they are right now in their in their life. So tell us a little about where you grew up and uh, and how what got you to the Churchill Museum. Well, thank you for having me. And I'm here, I'm at Churchill County Museum and Archives in Fallon, Nevada. And I is my dream job. Uh, I have always wanted to work in museums. I am a thorough history geek. Uh, and I guess um, I grew up in Southern California. I know, the evil Southern California. <laughs> um, in the shadows of the San Gabriel Mountains. And my, my grandparents were dairymen. And my dad, you know, my dad was a pilot and, and was really interested. He could talk about it, just about anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he read voraciously about things. He wasn't like much of a reader for fiction, but he loved finding out about new things. And he kind of gave that love to me. So when I moved up to Washington, I mean, I've been, you know, all up and down the Western the Coast. Coast. Uh-huh. And I moved up to Washington and up there I just got really involved in my, in a history organization and I really enjoyed it so when I had the opportunity um, well my mother moved to Fallon Mm -hmm. and to be with my grandmother who'd been in Fallon for over 40 years oh and so I had moved down to be with my mother who is in failing health sure and I just applied for the museum position Um, I had enough skill in what they needed from me and the rest is history. And the rest huh? is history. And I've learned so much about Nevada history and about Churchill County history. And it's just amazing oh, well, what you can learn. You know, uh, th- uh, that's kind of with me, too, with Nevada Magazine. Because, you know, I've lived in Nevada since 1951. Uh, my parents moved to Las Vegas. Uh, and so I, I didn't know, you know, I thought I knew everything about Nevada history until I actually went to work for Nevada Magazine. And I'll tell you the stories that I've that I've read and that I've, uh, you know, uh, edited for the magazine. Some of them are just totally amazing. So I understand your love for the history. And certainly for the history of Nevada. And the Churchill Museum is actually a, a, a wonderful museum. I've been out there several times. Uh, I want to first let people know you're at 1050 South Main Street in Fallon. In Fallon, yes. In Fallon. What are your hours out there, Peggy? Well, currently we're on our winter hours, which is 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then in Mar- the end of March, we should turn over to our summer hours, which extends it to five o'clock. Okay, all right. And uh, tell me, if somebody wants to go to your museum, they step in the front door, what are, what are they going to find? They're going to find a lot of uh, 
a lot of inter- information regarding not just the people, but the geography, the natural world around church, the, and through Churchill County. Mm-hmm. Um, I always stay, tell people, you know, make sure you go to the left when you enter the museum. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I, I know you have a huge amount of, uh, of, of photographs um, at the museum. Um, you have uh, newspapers as well, I heard, that you have, like, the original newspapers. Is that from the, the Fallon newspapers? or We have uh, a full collection of newspapers to around 1964. We start getting a little sketchy around mm-hmm. 1960 as far as which ones we have. Um, at the time, Fallon actually had two newspapers going. So we have the Fallon, we have copies of the Fallon Eagle and we have copies of the Fallon uh, Standard. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, the Churchill County Standard. Churchill County Standard. Did yeah. they merge at one point? Are they now the... They did, um, they did become the Eagle Standard for several years, okay. and then now... Um, they were bought out and are currently the Lahontan Valley News. Okay, all right. Well, I used to work for the company that uh, actually has the Lahontan Valley News, Swift Communications. Uh, I was the publisher of the Record Courier in Minden Gardenville. Same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The record, the 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 Minden Record Gardenville Courier, Genoa Courier, all went together and now become the Record Courier. Uh, so, do you know how long that newspaper is? It been since 1904? Do you know? I'm I'm testing your the original history. I think let me see let me see if I can remember that 1906 newspaper book we have mm-hmm. is the Fallon Eagle I believe okay mm-hmm. okay I believe it's the Eagle now what does an education curator do kind of tell me what your duties are well the the first part of my duty is to educate the community about Churchill County's history mm-hmm. and about our museum. Beyond that, I'm also doing outreach to the schools. Uh, in these days, when we're so focused on are focused on core curriculum, and the core curriculum is starting to strip out social sciences, right. it's more important than ever for a person, you know, a person in my position, to really reach out to the schools and explain to them why it's important to have history. Okay. Well, yeah, that's kind of the same thing throughout the school district, I believe. I know that fourth graders are supposed to be learning Nevada history, yes, and that's the time when they're really supposed to do that. And, and I understand that's a little tight for the school districts to try to uh, accommodate um, that kind of, of education right now. Uh, folks, if you want to talk to Peggy Viney, uh, please give us a call here at the Reno Town Mall at uh, local number is 827-8900, and our toll-free number is 855-790-8255. And our new text number is 775-557-5120. Or you can email your questions to talk at americamatters.us. So please join us today. We're talking with Peggy Viney, the education curator uh, for the Churchill Museums. And we have not heard from Scott Carey this morning. Are you sleeping over there, Scott? No, that was a good segment. I, I, <laughs> Peggy knows a lot about the about Churchill County. It's great. Well, and and uh, you know, uh, because Scott is here, we're uh, we're really focusing on NV150. Obviously, as everyone knows, hopefully by now, if they've listened to our shows at all, is this is 150th anniversary of the state of Nevada. We were actually um, we actually became a state in 1864, and now 2014, we are celebrating all year long. And that's Scott's job to make sure that everybody is in party mood all the time. Isn't that right, Scott? Absolutely. We're battle-born and Nevada proud. That's the the motto for our this year's celebration. We are now in our sesquicentennial calendar year, 19 or 1864 and 2014. 
And we wanted to have uh, Peggy on the show today because um, Mayor Tedford of, of Fallon has established a Nevada 150 commission ah. uh, for, for Fallon to help plan all of the celebrations for Churchill County and, and, the, and the city of Fallon. And it's a really great example of, you know, the interest that's uh, um, all, all around with all the communities in, in Nevada and trying to get involved with, with this celebration. Okay, well, the, you're, do, you're doing your job then, Scott, because I have, you know, I got online, and, you know, when I first started searching online for NV150 or Nevada's sesquicentennial, once I learned how to spell it, um, I was ser- I'd search online, and I'd find, you know, one or two little things. Now, you, there's pages and pages of sesquicentennial information, NV150 stuff, and uh, so, obviously, um, everybody's really getting into the spirit of the of the. 150th anniversary. I mean, you only turn 150 once, all right? And so this, the state is is really getting into it. So it, it's wonderful to see. And I know that has a great deal to do with what NV150 has done uh, throughout the last, what, six, eight months to really prepare us for this year. Yeah, we kicked things off this past Nevada Day, and we're going to keep the party rolling till Nevada Day of this year. And uh, just really great. All of our partners around the state um, helping us fund the celebration and submitting events and legacy projects and just getting involved and helping us spread the word. It's really been fantastic showing what Nevada can do. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, I mean, uh, NB150 is party central, at least in, for another um, eight Ten months, and you know Nevada Magazine has really gotten involved in this as well. You know we are doing a sesquicentennial series of eight magazines. Uh, we're in our we're actually doing our fourth one right now, which will be our March April, and uh, we're right in the middle of putting that together now. But we have a series of stories from uh, Ron Sudalter, who is a terrific writer and is writing the entire history of the state of Nevada uh, by decades, uh, by by periods, and right now he is uh, on in the fourth. Um, uh, in the series, and we're going to be doing eight of them. So it, uh, we are also, um, you know, celebrating the sesquicentennial with our sesquicentennial book. Um, it's 150 uh, of the best photos from the last 150 years of Nevada's history. It's a wonderful book, and you can uh, pick up that book by just getting into nevadamagazine.com, clicking on the picture of the book, and ordering it from Carrie Roussel, who is our circulation manager. It's a fantastic gift and um, the people that have purchased the book have come back and bought more so we're very very proud of the book and the magazine series so we're getting involved as well and uh, being Nevada's magazine uh, we feel it's our it's our duty to let everybody know exactly what's going on and that's why I always like to have Scott on my show because that's what's happening in the state the, the rest of this year is the sesquicentennial so in the second half, we're going to be talking to Peggy about uh, the spring lecture series that's coming up with the uh, Churchill Museums. And also, Scott got me really excited about a time capsule. So um, I think the state has one as well uh, that, they, that they are thinking of, of actually digging up, aren't they? I thought I'd heard of a time capsule within the state. Well, Fallon certainly does, and that's a Nevada town, and um, there's a lot of very exciting stuff coming up for the celebration out there. So we're really excited about that, and uh, we'll be talking about some of the other um, the other events that are coming up. And I also wanted to talk a little about uh, the museum tours that, that they have at the Fallon uh, Churchill Museum. So we'll be right back. 
can sign furniture. It's the easy way to sell, smart way to buy. Sales at Consign Furniture have been great, but we're always striving to find better ways to serve you. Our second truck has made it fast and convenient to pick up the items you want to sell or deliver the items you've purchased. At Consign Furniture, it's safe and simple. We do all the heavy lifting, pricing, and selling for you. All you need to do is sit back and relax. It's easy. Either come by our showroom located on Market Street in Reno, call us at 824-0222, or visit us at consignfurniturenow.com. Let Consign Furniture take the guesswork out of buying or selling your furniture or household items. Consign Furniture, the largest consignment store in Northern Nevada. And remember, pickup is always free. At Consign Furniture, it's the easy way to sell, smart way to buy. Hi, this is Marie, the director of Sweet Dreams Academy. As a master's prepared teacher, I'm here to announce that we're accepting applications now for the next session of our pre-kindergarten program. Our professionally designed curriculum for four and five-year-olds incorporates the latest Nevada state standards and includes beginning reading, writing, math, and social skills, all taught through practical application and structured activities in a fun environment. Let us help build the foundation for your child's success in school. Choose the time that best suits your schedule with our two and a half hour classes beginning at either 9 a.m. or 1 p.m. Monday through Friday. Sweet Dreams Academy and 24-7 Child Care offers a wide variety of services to our parents. We're a family-run local business with a well-trained and caring staff located in the Franktown Corner Shopping Center at 2285 Kitsky Lane. For more information, go to sweetdreams24-7.com or call 622-0083 and ask for me, Marie. That's 622-0083. Enroll early. Classes are limited to 10 children per class. Come check out one of the Truckee Meadows' best-kept secrets, the Reno Town Mall. Located across the street from the Atlantis Casino Resort, the Reno Town Mall is just steps from the Reno Sparks Convention Center and is home to a variety of merchants, including a full-service grocery store, food source. Other tenants at the Reno Town Mall include the Washoe County Library, Burlington Coat Factory, Marcel's Bridal, a proper fit footwear, and access to healthcare network. This unique urban mall will fit in perfectly with your busy lifestyle. Stop at the Aroma Club Cafe for your morning coffee or perhaps a quick business lunch at Round Table Pizza. The Reno Town Mall is also home to the Reno Sparks Convention and Visitors Authority, Northern Nevada Job Connect, the Great Works of China Import Store, and America Matters Media. Come join the audience as we record live radio shows. Stop by the Reno Town Mall today for the best Reno has to offer. Tunnels once dug out by candlelight Robbers and wranglers and gamblers at night Old iron horses bursting with steam Jump from the pages of the better And that song that you're hearing is actually James Reeves, who has written a song about Nevada Magazine, and now it's our theme song for our radio show. We're so proud of it, and if you want to hear more of James Reeves, if you go to nevadamagazine.com, we do have some of his music on there. So please take a listen. He's a great singer, a great songwriter, and we're really proud to have uh, his song on our radio show. Now, uh, thank you for staying with me. I am currently talking with Peggy Viney. 
Sweeney, who is the education Hi. curator for Churchill uh, Museums. And we're talking about the Fallon Museum and the history of Fallon and what's coming up for the sesquicentennial celebration. So uh, during the break, uh, Peggy was kind of giving us a little bit of a history of the of the town of Fallon. And uh, someone asked, is, is it a mining town? And, you know, most of Nevada were, were, were mining towns. Very um, heavily mining, you know, yes. Yes, uh, boom towns and then to bust. Uh, but the but Fallon was not. Tell us a little about the history, Peggy. Well, Fallon was developed as part of the uh, Newlands project. or Well, I shouldn't say as part of the Newlands project. It was actually uh, Warren Williams bought up the Fallon farm, or ranch, mm-hmm. in, in 1902, knowing that the Newlands project was coming and that the Bureau of Reclamation, uh, for those who aren't familiar with the Newlands project, uh, the Reclamation Act was signed in 1902 in order to reclaim wa- lands in the West to help farmers get water in areas that do not have sustained water. And so the first Newlands or the first reclamation project was the Derby Dam and the Truckee Canal. That was I should say the first project that w- broke ground. We were not the first one signed into law, but we were the first one that broke ground. Ah. And um so Warren Williams knew that this was coming. He bought the land in speculation and started developing Fallon. He also happened to be a state senator, uh, so he was able to kind of work out of a way where he moved the county uh, seat from Stillwater over to uh, over to Fallon, to his new little town. He, um, Fallon started as Jim Richard's store right on the um, on the corner of two major trucking routes, mm-hmm. or freight routes, actually. And he so kitty corner to where um, Jim Richard's store is is where the new courthouse was built in 1903. Ah. And that became the county seat for Churchill County. Okay. Not without some controversy, <laughs> but we won't go into that right now. Okay. And so Fallon um, basically became a place where he encouraged home, you know, Warren Williams encouraged homesteaders to come to Fallon and build farms here in, in Churchill County, which was um, really good. And now everybody enjoys our, our cantaloupe. And Absolutely. The Fallon Cantaloupe hearts, Festival. Hearts of, hearts of gold. That's right. And that, that those are fantastic cantaloupes. If you haven't had one, definitely go down there. When is that festival? Um, Usually if I remember right it's the end of August end of August okay all right well people definitely need to go out there and when you're out there please go to the Churchill Museum because it's a fantastic uh, bit of history and um, uh, Peggy uh, may even be there to 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 share some of her um, historic information with you I usually hang out in the discovery room with oh, the kids okay <laughs> all right well look for Peggy in the discovery room then and uh, we wanted to talk a little about uh, the tie into the sesquicentennial Peggy, I know obviously, uh, you know, Fallon is a Nevada town, but I think they're getting really, really involved in the uh, sesquicentennial um, celebration. And uh, kind of tell us what's going on in Fallon for the sesquicentennial. Well, for the sesquicentennial, you know, for the sesquicentennial, I, I say this almost every week on radio, so I should be able to say <laughs> sesquicentennial. I'm practice a lot. I know, I do too. And I even teach people how to say sesquicentennial. Um, but for the sesquicentennial, uh, we have several events that are in the planning stages right now. Uh, currently, the uh, Churchill County Museum and Archives is hosting the Folk Life 
apprentice program, Nevada Folk Life Apprentice Programs. One is silver, one is gold, celebrating 25 years of the uh, Nevada Folk Life Pre- Apprenticeship program. Pro- thank you. Oh, thank you. okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that sesquicentennial and apprenticeship all in one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it gets it's a little tough. gets a little wild. <laughs> and then we have um, and then we have our spring lecture, which um, this year we're going to focus on 150 years of Nevada history. We have folks coming. Um, we have uh, Lynn Manning coming to speak about the Northern Paiute in the area. We have um, Garrett. Uh, Barmore from the Keck Museum. Um, he and I have a, a mutual uh, love for reenactment, and so he's oh. going to come and talk about Civil War in Nevada and how um, how we responded to the Civil War okay. here in our own state. Um, we're going to be talking about the 50, you know, of course, Lincoln Highway, which just celebrated its 100th year. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking um, about the First Ladies. We have Jan Lovren from the um, Marsha, or from from the Nevada libraries. Oh state. yes, okay. Marjorie sure. Russell. All right. Um, okay, and this is the first ladies of the state of Nevada. Is that first what you're, the okay. history of the first ladies of the state of Nevada? Ah, they have an interesting book out about that. I've seen actually, or uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I did go to the first ladies first. Um, the the series they had that was part of the sesquicentennial down in Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago. It was very interesting. They had five first ladies. Unfortunately, um, the our f- current first lady uh, Sandoval was not able to attend, uh, but the, uh, the we had five first ladies, and I not going to mention I'm not going to say because I'll know I forget one of them but it was a hysterical they they were so funny and they talked about what's happened in the you know what was happening when they were the first lady and some of the duties that they had and some of the interesting things that happened to them during their um you know their tenure is that something uh, is that kind of what this lecture is going to be this about this lecture or? will be kind of you know we'll be talking about the ladies themselves and some of the things that they did they're not going to have their their dresses are they I love the dresses she well, you know, you can't really talk about the first ladies unless you talk about fashion. Exactly. Let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> I know they have a bunch of the um, the first ladies uh, dresses. I think at the Carson City Museum. I think they're still on display there. Yes. Amazing how those dresses were were made and how tiny they were way back when. Uh, and so, uh, tell us a little about the now. When is the lecture series going to be? What what's the kind the of first, schedule? The well, the lecture series will start the middle of May and goes through the middle of june mm-hmm. um i don't have my dates in front of that's me. okay but is it like on a uh, a certain night of the tuesday week tuesday night 7 p.m okay. at the churchill county museum oh, in archives okay all it's right. free to the all of our lectures are free to the public and we have cookies and lemonade for those who want who come oh wonderful and and also the museum is also free uh, for people just to walk in and take a look around is that not true the churchill county museum is always free to the public um, we do, of course, have our donation box out. So, you know, if you, of course, it is a wonderful resource and we, we hope that folks will come. We also, our gift shop has a lot of wonderful books on Nevada history. Okay. And, you know, I, I did see on, in your gift shop, and I don't know if you have them or you can just order them online, but they had like those logos um, of, of farmers. Um, do they still have those? We do have the old I labels. Love those, the old labels that used to be on the on the uh, baskets and things that the you know, that the farmers like apple labels and stuff right yeah for well oh. we have we have labels for almost all the products that had been um, shipped out of Fallon or well Churchill County um, we have you know of course cantaloupe labels right. we have turkey labels 
Turkey. Fallon used to be the Turkey capital up until about oh the well the beginning of World War Two with the loss of young men to help with the turkey farming they had to shut down production. That's interesting. I I wasn't even aware of that. But that's a fun thing that you have. I don't see that in many of the um, you know museum stores around. So I think that's just a, a a real neat thing to have. Fallon Tom Turkey. I think it was President Roosevelt had it for a Thanksgiving meal at the White House. They one had time. a Fallon. Tom Turkey. Yes, okay. they did. Thank you, Scott. It was it was an <laughs> Adalasta Turkey by Minnie Blair. Wow. See, she so does cool. know her history, huh? Okay. And also, tell us a little about the time capsule. I understand, you know, uh, 1964 is when the time capsule was um, originally, I guess, placed in the ground. Is that right? Or? Yeah, they did. Um, in 1964, they did put in a time capsule we do have the museum actually has possession of the time capsule at this time okay um when it came out of the ground it wasn't in really good condition oh (laughs) they basically stored all of the archival uh papers and things Mm -hmm. that they had added in and it's really interesting to look at the time capsule and the things that were in it but they were water damaged a bit they put it in a big old footlocker essentially (laughs) oh yeah that probably wouldn't preserve so um through our, our the uh, Nevada 150 committee that we have going in Fallon, mm-hmm. they are planning to get a archival time capsule, and they're going and they have plans to redo the time capsule and so have put it set. some of that back into a time capsule and then open it up at a later date. Is yeah, and put in things thinking? that that show what our life is today. Well, and if you live in Fallon, how can people get involved in the in the sesquicentennial events and celebration? Is it something that are you still looking for volunteers? or um, do you know what's going on for people to actually get involved? Well, to get involved, a lot of it is just contacting the people who are working with the Nevada 150 mm-hmm. um, events okay. and the commission. And you can talk to Michonne Macadon or uh, get a hold of Valerie Serpa at the Churchill County Arts Council. Okay. And they can certainly contact our office. Um, our website's the best resource to get all the info about the state's plans for the Nevada 150, but we can certainly put any Fallon resident in contact with Mayor Tedford's commission, nevada150.org. Wonderful. Okay. Well, it's been a pleasure to have Peggy Viney, uh, the education curator for the Churchill Museum, with us today. Uh, just a, a, you let people know your hours and your address again, if you could, Peggy, and your website. Certainly. We are at um, Churchill County Museum and Archives at 1050 South Main Street in Fallon, Nevada. We are hours of operation currently are 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. After March, it will be till 5 p.m. Our phone number, if you need to get a hold of us or get directions, is 775-423-3677. And your website is what, ccmuseum.org? ccmuseum.org. Wonderful. Again, thank you so much for joining us today, Peggy. It's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. And for those of you who are listening on 99.1 FM Talk, Fox News Radio, this wraps up this half hour of Nevada Magazine for today. And we'll see you right back here next week. For those of you listening on other stations in this great nation of ours, we will be back after these words from our wonderful sponsors. Since 1936, the Silver State's been seen Through the lenses and senses of Nevada Magazine Six times a year in Nevada Magazine
on a mission from God. Renegade Radio. Alright, it's 8 o'clock. It's time to get trivia underway. Trivia is hot. Who is this country girl? We got this. But everybody likes to use their brain. Sitcoms. What transport company does Doug Hefferman work for on King of Queens? Major League Baseball. What Major League Baseball Hall of Famer went by the nickname The Hawk? Hi, this is Toby. I'm the general manager for Little Waldorf Saloon. We do trivia every Monday and it has become a huge success. It brings us a variety of players and many have become regulars because of trivia. People from all ages can play DJ Trivia. It's fun, free, and each week the top three placing teams win credit for free food and drinks. I was looking for something different to do with my friends, and we found DJ Trivia. It's become our weekly hangout, and the more varied our team, the better we do each week. DJ Trivia is looking for other locations to host games. So if you are a bar or restaurant owner looking for an easy way to raise revenues during off-peak hours, or if you are just looking for something fun to do with your friends, go to djtrivia.com for information on all our locations, DJ Trivia leagues, and more. There's bound to be a game near you. LT Automotive, a family-owned, full-service automotive repair shop, offering comprehensive automotive maintenance and repair for all foreign and domestic vehicles. As a Napa Auto Care Center, they take pride in offering their customers quality auto repair at a fair price. Their ASE certified technicians go from start to finish to repair your car, truck, or van, no matter what the problem. And at LT Automotive, you're never charged for your first half hour's worth of labor. LT Automotive, 669 Linden Street in Reno, just off Kitsky Lane. Find their website at ltreno.com. Leave your footprint in the neighborhood you serve with Charter Media's new smart targeting. Promote your business to the entire Reno market or focus on your local neighborhood. This cutting edge technology enables you to reach the right customers with the right message based on where they are, who they are, and what they like. Visit chartermedia.com footprint for more information. Charter Media, long live your business. Hi, this is Eddie Floyd of America Matters Media and the AM News. I want to tell you how you can get involved and help American Heritage, the wild horses and burros. And that's simply by going to WynemaRanch.com, www.WynemaRanch.com. That's W-Y-N-E-M-A Ranch.com. Get involved. There's over 110 wild mustangs out there at the Wynema Ranch right now. They're being cared for. Special thanks go out to the Reno Mustang Car Club. They were the first ones to actually sponsor a horse out there, a little foal. They named her Shelby. You can do the very same thing. Let's go to WynemaRanch.com. Check out the horses they have there. Get involved. Remember, that's $3 a day. Or, if you'd like a break, it's $30 a month or even better, $300 a year to help out those wild Mustangs at the Wynema Ranch. That's WynemaRanch.com. Neon caverns and canyons of light Jugglers, singers, and dancers in flight Cowpokes turn poets from all they've seen Tell their own story in a better magazine Thank you for joining me today, and that is James Reeves singing our very own song for Nevada Magazine. This is Nevada Magazine, the talk show, and I'm Janet Geary, publisher of Nevada Magazine. I don't know how many magazines, state magazines, have their own song, but we're very proud to to have so much, James, for doing that for us. We have it on our website if you'd like to hear it in, in whole, and our website is nevadamagazine.com. Uh, we are also, uh, you can subscribe to the magazine on our website. You can purchase 
purchase our, our new sesquicentennial book. We still have a few 2014 calendars available as well. We just have a few left. So if you haven't got yours, make sure you go to nevadamagazine.com and uh, get your calendar, your book, or just listen to James sing our song. So with me today is one of my, my buddies from NV150, the Events and, and Communications Relations Manager, Scott Carey. And Scott, it's the Janet and Scott Show today. <laughs> Thanks, Janet. It's always good to be here on the Nevada Magazine radio show with you. Um, just wanted to thank Peggy Viney with the Churchill County Museum for coming in and talking about all the great stuff that uh, Mayor Tedford's commission is doing out there in Fallon for the 150. Um, the Cantaloupe Festival, the famous uh, Fallon Hearts of Gold Cantaloupe Festival, takes place August 29th through the 31st, and that's a great Nevada event. Absolutely, and that's a is that that's going to be a sesquicentennial event this year, I'm sure. And while you're out there, definitely go to the Churchill uh, County Museum uh, and see what they've got going on out there. They've got a beautiful museum out there, uh, and again, they're at 1050 South Main in Fallon. Uh, and you can go to ccmuseum.org if you'd like to get more information on their hours uh, or their location. So today we're going to talk about the sesquicentennial events that are coming up uh, that Scott you've had a big part in putting these all together and uh, it must be an exciting uh, time for you now that we're into 2014. That's absolutely right and we have a lot of exciting um, events and exciting projects and some really cool announcements that, that have been made recently. We've certainly been busy um, the past couple of weeks here. Yes, we're going to we're going to actually have a you heard it first, I think, at least at least on the radio. Uh, Scott's got a big announcement to make and we're very excited to be the ones to announce it on the radio. Yeah, uh, first uh, first things first, uh, next week, uh, starting uh, Monday, the 27th, going through February 1st, out in Elko is the National Cowboy Poetry Gathering. This is a great Nevada event, celebrates the Western heritage of, of our great state. And this year, it's the 30th uh, National Cowboy Poetry Gathering out in Elko. And uh, they get, what, thousands and thousands of people out there, don't they, Scott? Yeah, and from all over the world, too. It's really the premier cowboy poetry event um, in the world. And, and as far as I'm, I'm concerned, I <laughs> don't call myself a cowboy poet uh, expert, but certainly I know they, they do a great job, the Western Folklife Center out in, in Elko putting that on. and. We're very excited to be a part of this year's Cowboy Poetry. And it's, so it's the 27th through what, the 1st or 2nd? Yeah, February 1st. First. Okay, all right. And what uh, have you been to the Cowboy Poetry event before, Scott? I have not had the pleasure uh, of going to the National Cowboy Poetry Gathering, but I have attended um, some great Cowboy Poetry uh, all around the state. And if, if, you're, um, if you've never done it, it's kind of one of those things you got to do once, but... Um, if you've never done it before, I highly encourage you to do it. One of our commissioners, actually, uh, John Tyson, is is a bit of a cowboy poet himself. Yes, he is. Absolutely. And, I mean, if you haven't been, it's it goes on all day long, all evening long. It's a, it's just a great atmosphere. It's a family event. So take your family and go. It's it's really a wonderful Western, uh, you know, folklore family event. So I encourage everybody, as, as Scott said, if you haven't been there, you need to go. And this year we're very excited with it being our sesquicentennial year. Um, on Monday, there's going to be a uh, an opening, a special a special performance just for the sesquicentennial. And uh, our Lieutenant Governor Brian Krolicki is going to be out there, and they're, they're calling this first show "Home Means Nevada." 
and it's all going to be it's going to feature five or six cowboy poets all talking about Nevada and what it means to be Nevada and we're very excited to um, have our uh, sesquicentennial our honorary sesquicentennial poet the famous Waddy Mitchell of Elka who will be debuting his uh, cowboy poet poem called The Dame of Nevada Absolutely. And, you know, I have read the poem. I think I'm one of the only few that have read it, but um, I needed to put something together for my boss, so she actually gave me the poem to do a, a, a presentation for uh, for Wadi. And I'll tell you, it is it is a phenomenal, beautiful, beautiful poem. So really, if you, if you can't get out to the Cowboy Poetry event, definitely we'll have it on our website, nevadamagazine.com. I'm sure that they'll have it on the NV150 website as well, uh, which is NV150. 150.org. It's Nevada150.org. Nevada spelled out. And uh, Wadi will be making several other appearances at some of our higher profile Nevada 150 events throughout the sesquicentennial celebration all around the, the state. And so there'll be lots of opportunities. But we're very excited because this is the first poem that Wadi Mitchell has has written since the 2002 Winter Olympic Games in Salt Lake City. Oh my gosh, that, that is an honor, absolute honor, and, and we're really looking forward to it. And like I say, I have seen it, I have read it, and it is amazing. So make sure that you make it a point to find that poem or hear Wadi actually um, do that poem in person. You'll, you'll cer- certainly never forget it. Um, and there's another event that's coming up fairly soon that uh, we wanted to talk about too. Uh, isn't that right, Scott? Yeah, thanks, Janet. And uh the Nevada State Museum in Carson City is going to be having an opening reception for their Finding Fremont, Pathfinder of the West exhibit. This is going to be the Nevada State Museum in Carson City's premier sesquicentennial exhibit, and it's all about uh, the, 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 the very famous explorer, John C. Fremont. And Finding Fremont, are they talking about him or the cannon? It's a little bit of both, ah. and uh, we'll actually have what we believe is the original Fremont Cannon. Now, we all know the Fremont Cannon from the Nevada-UNLV football rivalry, right? and the winning team gets to keep it for the year and paint it with their school colors, but the original Fremont Cannon was abandoned during his explorations across Nevada, um, somewhere out, out near uh, uh, Walker Lake, ah. and um, the cannon has uh, been recovered. And it's now on display at the at the Nevada State Museum. We believe this to be the the original Fremont Cannon. The real Fremont Cannon. I know I was talking to Peter Barton, who is the director of the museums, uh, and he was so excited about this find because it is something obviously that's very uh, uh, that is a, a part of our history, a part of Nevada's history. Um, I believe they named Fremont Street in Las Vegas after John C. Fremont. There's Fremont. I went to John C. Fremont Junior High School in Las Vegas, and so obviously he is a very big part of the uh, state of Nevada history. So this should be an exciting exhibit yeah on top of the exhibit there's a lot of other um exciting artifacts um that kind of show how um john c fremont explored the state of nevada and what what he wore and and what he looked like it's very cool the reception is going to be at the nevada state museum Mm -hmm. it's free it's uh from 5 p.m to 7 30 p.m on wednesday january 29th okay so that's coming right up then yeah, we're very excited. And this exhibit's going to run through October. Um, Governor Sandoval will be on hand. Um, and we're also going to have the Carson City uh, Symphony String, Silver Strings Quartet and some students from Fremont Elementary School in Carson City there to sing. 
Oh, wow. So this is a, a going to be a, a big celebration then. I understand that they try, They were going to try to take the cannon down to Las Vegas, but couldn't figure a way to get it down there. Do you know anything about that? You know, I haven't heard that, ah. um, but I know that the, the UNLV football team did, after eight years of it being in, in the confines, the friendly confines of northern Nevada, um, did did win the the one they play for football, and it's down in, in Las Vegas. So there's that one for um, our Southern Nevada listeners. To, oh, to wonderful! Hear. Okay, well, I could say that's what kind of I heard that rumor somewhere that they were trying to take it down there, but they couldn't find a truck big enough to take it. Mm-hmm. So how big is this cannon? Do you have any idea? Uh, it, it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure the dimensions, but you know, it was used in the 18 1840s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they it's a Civil War era. Um, canon. Okay. All right. Well, wonderful. We really look forward to, to that exhibit. Now, also, we wanted to talk a little about the NV150 bike. Oh, I want to hear about that. But why don't we wait? Because that's going to be an exciting. Um, uh, somebody's actually building a, a motorcycle for us uh, for the NV150. So that's something we definitely want to hear about. Uh, in the meantime, go to the website, Nevada, uh, Nevada150.org, and check it out. I, I was on it the other day. There's, there's just great stories on there. There's almost 70 stories on people just say, Randy Snows, what happens in Vegas, to Mike Williams. Paiute decoy weaver and there's an essay there's essay contest winners just a lot of information that you that you really uh, I mean things you don't even know about and uh, so you definitely need to go on there people are sharing their stories people are blogging on the site to let people know uh, what Nevada actually means to them yeah thanks a lot Janet and that's that's the best source of information for everything with the celebration and uh, the blog itself is a very exciting opportunity to be a part of, of history. All of our blog entries will be included in our final report for the celebration, which will be archived at the Nevada State Library and Museum. So get the, go on that website, nevada150.org, check it out, uh, read some of those stories, and, and they might even uh, get you to put your own story on there. So And also go to nevadamagazine.com and uh, uh, look at what we have for the sesquicentennial we'll be back in just a few minutes thank you for staying with us the new music revolution at 101.3 renegade radio now playing in radios everywhere hi this is eddie floyd of america matters media you know i have the opportunity to eat in a lot of restaurants here in northern nevada i want to tell you about an absolute new favorite of mine it's called flavors of india now they're located at 1885 south virginia street right there at quality inn on the corner of plum and virginia make reservations join me i eat there now about four times a week why because the food is absolutely phenomenal never thought i'd like the food like i do at flavors of india so give them a call make reservations right now for you the entire family you know they have seating for 144 people that's the corner of plum and virginia it's located in the quality inn you remember lots of parking their phone number is 775-323-4100 write it down it's 775-323-4100 go say hi to my new friends that's flavors of india one of the greatest restaurants we have right here in northern nevada flavors of india don't miss out stop there today lunch dinner you name it great food 
Think local and support our local economy. Shop smart and get the best local daily deal at BumbleDeal.com. BumbleDeal.com is locally owned, serving Reno and Sparks with awesome deals from local merchants. That's why we're buzzing. Why is BumbleDeal.com your best bet for super savings and fun? You get 50 to 90% off in local shops and earn free honey money when you refer a friend. But wait, there's more. It's the only deal that gets better every day till it goes away, but don't wait too long or it's gone. Okay, get deals like this. 86% off child care. 86% off vocal lessons. 82% off eyelash extensions. 80% off a luscious mineral bath. Up to 90% off dining. That's why we're buzzing. There's no better way to enjoy life, save money, and support our local economy. The buzz is on the locally owned Daily Deal, where you get 50 to 90% off in local shops and support two local businesses with every awesome deal. Only at BumbleDeal.com. Log on and join today. Do you have questions about your retirement? If so, you're not alone. Will your money last throughout your lifetime? Will you have enough to live the life you want? And when will you be able to retire? As a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, Bickford and and Associates can help you find the answers with their exclusive confident retirement approach. They'll work with you one-to-one to understand your goals and discuss the four key areas of retirement, including covering your essentials, lifestyle, protection, and legacy needs. From there, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap with clear steps you can take to retire on your terms. Call today, 775-853-1503 for a free 30-minute consultation. Their office is at 500 DeMonte Ranch Parkway, Suite 735. Again, call today, 775-853-1503. Ameriprise Financial Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Confident retirement is not a guarantee to future financial results. The initial consultation provides an overview of financial planning concepts. You will not receive written analysis and or recommendations. Except for casinos, little has changed. A weathered log cabin still home on the range. The best of the wild west, bold and serene. I'll come to life in the better magazine. Speaking of Alive in Nevada Magazine, it is me and Scott Carey uh, with Nevada Magazine, the, the talk show. I have Scott Carey, uh, who is the Events and Communications Relations Manager, uh, all of that with uh, the NV150 uh, group, and uh, I am Janet Geary, the publisher of Nevada Magazine. We've been talking about the NV150 website and all of the exciting events that are coming up uh, with the sesquicentennial celebration. And so uh, Scott's just got a ton of stuff that's coming up. So, uh, Scott, take her away with all the events. Thanks, Janet. Uh, Very exciting um, developments the last couple weeks here. Um, We've been sending out a ton of press releases and and getting the word out as much as possible about the celebration. One really exciting thing we announced yesterday, actually, was the, uh, for the first time ever, um, we're going to do a Nevada State Balloon Champions Series. Really? Now, this is... um, part of the sesquicentennial but we're going to have all of uh, we have six races six balloon races uh, across the state of nevada that are part of this series and the pilot the balloon pilot that finishes the best in each one of these balloon uh, races will receive a trophy a special trophy um, featuring um, different things from the different counties that are involved with this um, with this trophy and, and this series. It's very exciting. I'd like to thank uh, Pat Irwin of Pershing County. He's a, a longtime Nevada balloon pilot and the great Reno balloon race uh, aeronauts. 
Wow. So they're going to, what, are they going to start from different uh, different counties or are they going to, is it all going to be one specific race uh, from Reno to Vegas or how's that going to work? Yeah, basically it's it's all of the, the balloon races we have here in, in Nevada and we're kicking it off this weekend, January 20, 25th to the 26th at the Mesquite Balloon Festival. Um, the series will continue with the next month with the Lovers Aloft Balloon Festival in Lovelock. Love That'll it. take place February 14th through the 16th. And then, uh, then we go to Winnemucca, Pahrump, of course, the Great Reno Balloon Race, and then the Ruby Mountain Balloon Race. And we're going to end things on Nevada Day, um, October 31st, with the Remax Nevada Day Balloon Launch. And that's before that race. That's when we will we will announce the winning pilot balloon pilot um, for the inaugural Nevada State Balloon Champion Series. And uh, and we're gonna have them in the parade too. Oh, wonderful! You know, I've I've driven to the uh, Nevada parade uh, from my house. I live in Minden, and I'll tell you, coming up on uh, on the Carson City downtown area with all those balloons are it's amazing. In fact, last year I was actually driving to my office, and all those balloons were overhead. I've never had that experience before. They were actually over my head and flying around me. It was totally cool. It was really a lot of fun. So that sounds like a really fun and exciting event for Sesquicentennial. And we're really excited because it, you know, it, 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 it'll, it's starting this weekend. It'll go through the end of the festival. And we're hoping that it'll help bring some uh, attention and some more awareness to some of the great balloon races we have around around Nevada. Well, yeah, I didn't know we had that many. Yeah, and actually, um, Pahrump, it, it'll be, it's the Pahrump Invitational Balloon Rally, and it's planned for March 9th, March 7th through the 9th um, in Pahrump, and it's the first time they're, they're going to be having a balloon race in Pahrump. Oh, and it's a perfect area out there, because there's just a lot of open space, and and they got a lot of wind down in Pahrump, so it seems like that would be a perfect place for a, a balloon race. Yeah, so if there's any balloon pilots that are out there listening that would like to um, participate in the um, Nevada State Balloon Champion Series, um, please get a hold of us. Our, our website is nevada150.org, and uh, it's going to be an exciting um, year for balloons in Nevada. Wow, that sounds like fun. What else is going on? Well, you mentioned it b- before the break, and we're also very excited uh, um, about uh, this one, but Las Vegas Harley um, broke ground yesterday on a new uh, Harley-Davidson dealership um, on the Strip. It's just north of the famous Welcome to Las Vegas sign. Mm -hmm. Um, Tim Cashman and the Cashman family um, are involved with this project, and they donated a a sesquicentennial motorcycle to our our commission. This is a absolute... The governor governor unveiled it yesterday as part of the groundbreaking, and he called it a a piece of art, and it is just a fantastic uh, motorcycle. So what are you going to do with it? Well, we're going to do a raffle. Um, this this, di- this bike has been generously donated by the Las Vegas Harley Davidson. Um, we're going to sell raffle tickets for $150. Wow. I think we're going to sell about 2,000 of them. Um, and then the winning, the winning entry will be selected on Nevada Day this year at the, at the, ground op- or at the grand opening of this new Harley Davidson dealership. Well, you've got a pretty good chance if there's only 2,000 tickets then. And I got to tell you, the, and all proceeds for the, the raffle will go to help support the celebration. And um, this bike is absolutely beautiful. It features um, the, the, uh, the, the, the great seal of the state of Nevada. It's, it's colored in our sesquicentennial colors, and the governor actually signed it yesterday. 
My with his goodness. signature. So where can people see it? Are you going to have a picture on your website? Oh, thanks for bringing that up. We're going to tour this bike um, around the state. It'll, it'll go in and attend some of our events. It's actually on display at the Preview Las Vegas um, show um, this, this morning. We're going to bring it to northern Nevada, I think, with the Elko Biker Rally, um, you know, some of the bigger bigger biker rallies around the state and help sell these uh, raffle tickets. But the Nevada Sesquicentennial Motorcycle from Las Vegas Harley. It's a piece of art. Wow. Well, you know, um, my husband uh, has a, a trike, and we do uh, go to some of these events sometimes. The one down in Laughlin, we always like to attend the Laughlin River Run. And I'll tell you, they get thousands and thousands of people down there. I'm sure you'll sell those tickets out pretty quickly. So if, if somebody wants to get one, is there a, a, is there any way they could get one early, or do they have to go to an event? Yeah, the details um, will be announced soon. Um, we were just excited to unveil the, 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 the bike at this groundbreaking yesterday. Um, but I promise Nevada Magazine will be amongst the first to know. Thank you. I appreciate that. We would love to have a picture of it in the magazine, so uh, definitely keep us in mind. Now, you know, one of the things I I hear a lot, people are always asking me about the sesquicentennial medallion or the coin. Um, You know, I know you guys sold out so quickly on the first medallion, but I understand there's another one that has actually been designed. Can you kind of update us on what's going on? Yeah, earlier this month, uh, the, our uh, our commission approved the design for the second medallion. Um, this this medallion features a miner with a pickaxe and uh, a mine behind him, kind of paying tribute to Nevada's mining heritage. Um, you know, we are the Silver State after yes, all. Yes, we are. And um, this this medallion will be released on March 21st, which is also the 150th anniversary of when Nevada's state constitution was approved by Congress. Okay. And. Um, we're going to have the details uh, for for um, for purchasing them up on our website soon, but the price will still stay the, stay the same. We'll be offering the second medallions for a hundred dollars and fifty cents, okay. and then we'll also be doing copper medallions with the same um, logo. We'll have our Battleborn Nevada Proud logo on the back with the miner on the front for fifteen dollars. Okay, and those will be available now. Are, will people be able to pre-order those, or are they going to be available on uh, March? Uh, what did you say, 21st? March 21st is, is, is when okay. we're going to um, start start. I'm selling. putting you on the spot there because I know Live people, radio. people are calling me constantly. You know, that's a big thing. I mean, that first medallion was absolutely gorgeous. In fact, I did buy one for my husband, and he is now excited about getting all four. I think I've uh, started a um, <laughs> something I don't want to continue. But anyway, he wants the all four of them as well. And I know there are a lot of collectors out there that were ex- really excited about getting one of the first ones, uh, the silver medallions from the, from the, is it core mining? Core Rochester mine, just uh, outside of, of Lovelock. Uh, all the silver that we have for these is coming from Nevada silver. Oh, so it's, that's going to come from the, from the core uh, Rochester mine as well. Yeah. The, the, the new one. Oh, wonderful. And the, the, we're going to do two more after our second one comes out in March. Um, around July 4th, we're going to do a third medallion. And then our fourth and final medallion will be unveiled on Nevada Day t- 2014. Wow. So uh, now are you going to have more this time than you had last time or are you still going to stay with the thousand? Um, I, I, we're going to sell as many as we can. Wonderful. And it's, it, interest has been very high. We thank everyone for the for their support. All of the collectors. It's it's really a piece of history. It is, and and they're beautifully done. Uh, very nice, heavy coins. Uh, my husband was very impressed. So uh, people make sure if you didn't get one of the first ones, you get one of the second ones because they're they really are a part of Nevada's history, and uh, it also helps support the NV150 uh, group because uh, I mean they're putting this all on with 
donations from corporations and from individuals. And I mean, this is something that only happens once in your lifetime, certainly, the 150th anniversary of our state. Uh, and with our history, and you know, we're all celebrating this this wonderful this wonderful year. So make sure that you get your medallion. Or uh, uh, what else can they do, uh, Scott, to to help support um, this this celebration? Well, we're always looking for events. Um, our marching orders from Governor Sandoval are to have at least 150 events. Um, I'm proud to say we we've uh, approved over 170 events across the state, and we want more. And uh, for the centennial, they did about 500 events, and we're hoping to maybe get around there. But um, please submit your events if you're um, if you have a great Nevada event, or if you want to put on a uh, what we call a signature event, which is specifically for the sesquicentennial, please submit it to our website, which is nevada150.org. Now, can people still buy the, the uh, sesquicentennial license plate, Scott? I see them all over the place now. Oh, thanks thanks for that uh, reminder. Yes, um, our sesquicentennial license plates are available at your local DMV. They feature the Battleborn logo, and we've sold over 5,000 of those around the state and it's a great fundraiser and a great way to show your Nevada pride for our sesquicentennial. Well and they are beautiful they have the sesquicentennial or the the beautiful logo the Battleborn logo on them they are gorgeous so if you haven't seen one or would like to get one go to DMV and ask them for the sesquicentennial uh, license plate. Uh, That kind of wraps us up today Scott I really appreciate you being here Scott uh, Carey uh, with the um, NV150 group and I'm Janet Geary publisher of Nevada Magazine. Uh, Please go to our website, nevadamagazine.com, for more information on subscribing and for our book and calendar. Again, thank you so much for joining us today and have a great week. Since 1936, the Silver State's been seen through the lenses and senses of Nevada Magazine. Six times a year in Nevada.